Step one doesn't cost you anything. Make sure your Google My Business is set up correctly, that you're able to receive message leads directly through Google My Business, that you have some photos on there, and that you're getting reviews. Number one, Google My Business. Number two, get into Google Local Service Ads because it has the best quality leads for the price. Getting into Google Local Service Ads is step two. Winning on Google Local Service Ads is step three. That requires some expertise. So once you start winning on Google Local Services and you're in for $1,000, $2,000 in ad spend a month, now you decide, do I want to start branding and being a brand in your community and start putting money behind branding? And that's a series of different things. Some we do, some other people do. Once you've hit branding, now you've hit a critical customer awareness. Your referrals are going to go up. Your repeat customers, your calls coming in are easier. So one, GMB. Two, get on Google Local. Three, dominate Google Local. Four, brand the crap out of your company. Welcome to the Home Service Expert, where each week, Tommy chats with world-class entrepreneurs and experts in various fields like marketing, sales, hiring, and leadership to find out what's really behind their success in business. Now, your host, the Home Service Millionaire, Tommy Mello. Welcome back to the Home Service Expert. My name is Tommy Mello. Lauren is a Canadian, first and foremost. And he's an expert at local service ads, Google Local Services, SEO, SEM, digital marketing and lead generation. He's the director of channel development at Search Kings, which is blowing up, by the way. And uh, as part of the Google Local Service team at Search Kings, he works closely with industry coaches, agencies, associations, and manufacturers in developing efficient digital marketing programs for professional and home service businesses. Lorne, this is, I think, our third time, isn't it? I think it's our third or fourth. That was a long intro. I would have shortened it for you. Well, <laughs> you know, we're doing this live now, and it's kind of fun. Talk to me about what's going on. What are we missing? Google is God. You know I say that all the time, and a lot of people miss that. So talk to me about what's happening, the latest and greatest changes. For sure. And Tommy, thanks for having me on. You know, when we first started chatting in 2018, I said I would keep you informed on what Google does when they change this product moving forward. And here we are back for number three. So some changes on the program. And, and what we're talking about here is the Google Local Services program, that Google Guarantee program started in the home services, has expanded to about 20 home service verticals, and is now in professional services. So now lawyers are getting on this program, and we could talk about that as well. But what we need to know is that the program is live across the U.S., it's across Canada, and what Google is now adding to the program is essentially three features. Two of them are for the customer, okay? So the first one is that customers can message lead a business owner through the platform directly, business owner gets charged for the message lead, has to respond in real time. And, and we could talk about the message leads because you guys have been experimenting with it as well. Yep. Number two, customers are being given the option to do direct booking right through the platform. If the business owner is lined up with uh, Service Titan or House Call Pro for their CRM, 
customers can potentially book through directly right through the platform. So there's, those, there's yeah, pros yeah. and cons. Those are the first two, but the real big one is dynamic bidding is now on the table and being launched tomorrow. Look at me. I promise to keep you ahead of the curve by hours. Oh my goodness. You told me that lawyer. It's, in, it's only in a few markets, but it's rolling out. We'll see it nationwide very soon. According to our data, we're looking at 75 plus US markets are going to be live real soon. Now, that's some garage door in some cities, some appliance in other cities, pest in others, etc. But basically what Google is doing is moving this program from a set it up, get approved and make sure your ad is visible to a dynamic bidding environment where when you need more leads, you can activate a more aggressive bid. What's the same is that it's still paper call. So it's not moving to pay-per-click. It's still pay-per-call. These calls still have to be longer than 30 seconds for you to get charged. But now there's various opportunities for you to get more leads when you need them more. And once again, Google's reaching deeper into your pocket. Well, that's exactly what I was going to say is because it seems like we all knew LSA ads or Google local services or Google guarantee, whatever you want to call it. It was too good to be true because <laughs> you're getting these calls for like 20 bucks, whereas pay-per-click you're over a hundred bucks possibly. And now they're at the next layer of the bidding system, right? That's Correct. How they, they wanted to get everybody on it. Now they're going to charge us. So yes, for sure. There's an opportunity, you know, what we know, like any vertical we talk about, because we work with 25 different home service verticals, the price per lead in Google local compared to Google pay-per-click is not aligned. No, so, fifth, I'd say. But right. So what yeah. we're looking at now, and let's keep in mind, we have data on dynamic bidding already because we work with about 75 or 100 lawyers. And dynamic bidding has been in place for lawyers since the program started. Right. Okay? So, so what we've seen is what you're willing to bid doesn't necessarily mean what you spend. Okay. You just want to potentially show a bid price at certain times to increase your chances of top of page. But in pay-per-click, the giant company in your market can outbid everyone with a $60,000 a month budget compared to our companies who are typically you know, one to 10 trucks who have a $3,000 a month budget. In pay-per-click, you can get swallowed up because big companies willing to spend 300 bucks a lead. In this, though, there yeah. isn't unlimited bidding. So if the base price is 20 bucks, you can bid up to roughly three times that. You can't bid 10 times that. Okay. This is the big question for me. And Lauren, you know I love Google. I mean, I love them and I hate them. We love each other. But the LSA ads have always been connected to a GMB, Google My Business page. Yep. So explain to me that relationship because this is where – it gets good for the listeners. So LSAs currently are a separate platform. The only connection between LSAs and GMBs, and GMBs is the map section, just to give everyone what we're talking about. And the review, the yeah. The only connection is your physical location is pinpointed based on your GMB. So that's your location for Google local service ads. The second piece is the reviews you collect in GMB get imported into the Google local platform. Okay, we have seen tests 
of markets where they will show a Google guaranteed ad in the map section. Okay. So now let's start to think about it for a bit. Oh, wow. Yeah. You put the Google local tiles at the top, right? Then you got your paper click right here. Yeah. Then your paper click. A couple PBC ads. And then potentially in the map, but you have your three to five GMBs and you could have two or three Google local ads in there. So now, I mean, think about how long is Google going to give away free space for? So is that the end of this evolution? No chance. Our job is to basically obsess over this program enough to always be in front of what they're changing. So when we see markets changing what is being shown, we start to watch those markets even more carefully. As a premier partner, we'll talk to Google and we'll challenge them and ask questions. Sometimes we get good relevant information and other times we get, it's a test. We're checking things out. They always, here's the thing about Google is they're going to put every black hat person in the world and they're going to let them do it so they can watch it. And me and you have had lots of discussions and you know what? Now I got a big brand. I can't risk anything, but ultimately it's kind of annoying that they're going to charge for everything. And you know what? I will say this though, Lauren, and I want to hear your perspective on this. This is a big question. You ready for this? I'm ready. All right. So you got Google, Facebook, and Amazon. Mm-hmm. You know, those are the three big players I see. They're they're all Google Home Services. Facebook is doing home and now Amazon Home Services. Well, I'm a garage door guy. Amazon is delivering now in the garage. They all think they're going to come into the home service space and take it. The problem is it's not Uber. You can't just find anybody with a car. You got to find good companies with the parts, with the technology, with the know-how, and they can't replicate human beings. And everybody's afraid of commoditizing the home service space, but I don't think they're going to. And I'd love to hear your philosophy on that. So it's a really interesting question. My point here is what you just named is a technology solution to a human problem, right? I'm a homeowner. My garage isn't working. I'm sort of panicking. I need to hear someone on the other line saying like, yeah, yeah, we do that all the time. What kind of garage door is it? No problem. It's going to take about this amount of time. I got you. There's bed bugs in my house and my kids are freaking out. I don't want to leave a message. I want to talk to someone. I don't want the computer to tell me who's coming. I want to hear someone say, I got you. So I think in the home services space, where we should focus our attention is dealing with the technology the best we can so that we show up when people are searching, but then having an awesome experience for customers on the phone and then an awesome experience in person because what Google and Amazon and Facebook are going to watch is those reviews. So that proof that you did a good job now funnels back into the machine to say, oh, you know, A1 did a really great job. We're going to bump them up in the algorithm. A1 answered their phone really well. We're going to bump them up in the algorithm. And so when we're talking to customers, I want to know if you have someone answering your phone and who it is. And I want to listen to their calls. The CEO of Google already came out and said we could artificially intelligent book a phone call through a human voice, number one. Number two is I don't think Google cares about who answers their phone and the reviews. They're going to look at how long it takes you to get to the job, how long it takes you to complete the job, and the customer satisfaction from a geolocated real review instead of the fake shit that's going on all over the Internet that you know people are leaving fake reviews. So I think they're isolating it all, and this is only the next step. 
And the sad thing is, I might be part of the problem because believe it or not, Crosser is open for a one-time use through Amazon to leave packages. Uh-huh. Guess what I'm going to be delivering soon into Crosser. Not me, but Amazon. Food. They're buying up food companies, right? Yep. Why would you think? Maybe because there's a refrigerator they could get in your house, but only in your garage for a one-time use and leave food in your refrigerator. I'm kind of on your side. Either you joined it or you get crushed. And it's what I'm saying is you join Google, right? You're, you're on Google's side. You're actually a partner of theirs. So what do we do here? You're, you're actually joining them. You're sitting. Yeah. yeah. I, right? I would say the machine has to be held accountable. And the way you structure your campaigns is you're making money. You know how much money you're making and the machine is feeding your company or the machine is feeding itself and you stop. Right. And so the question becomes there though, Tommy is how many paid leads do you actually need? Because if you have unlimited capacity, you got to feed the beast and you're going to take as many leads as you can get. But if you're a small company and you rely on referrals and you probably want to acquire one new customer a week, well, then you need a budget to reflect that or two new customers a week. Don't just What home service company doesn't need multiple a day? New customers? Well, unless your lifetime value of the customer is going out and cleaning carpets. Or maintenance contracts. Or pool Mm -hmm. cleaning or landscaping, air conditioning, plumbing. And I'm pointing at myself because I'm similar. Grogers, we don't need to go out there every two weeks. We're there once every seven years because we fix it right. So, you know, there's a difference here, the lifetime value of the customer. But here's the thing is that Google gets a lot of credit, but I just don't believe they can commoditize. But I see it happening, but it's slow. But here, yeah, I I think of it like this. I think of it like this. I think you're a little bit of a wolf and you're going to navigate the systems. We consider ourselves wolves. The sheep are going to stand in line. They're going to pay the machine. They're going to pay a company that gets paid based on the machine, right? Like if you're paying an advertising company and they take a percentage of what you pay into Google, you're a sheep in my subtle opinion, because you're letting the machine do all the bidding and all the optimizing. If you're a wolf, you're saying, no, 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 this is on my terms. I'm willing to spend 60 bucks a lead but I'm only willing to spend it between 7 a.m. and noon. And then I'm dropping down because my guys better all be on the road, right? And you got to work the system and have hopefully a company to work it for you so you don't need to. But if you're just going to sign up and participate and put your credit card in, then you're either going to get swallowed or you're going to leak money until you figure out what's going on. You know what? This is so exciting. You brought up a great point because you brought up times. And you know what? The people that are listening, there's 25 people now listening right now live. You know what's so cool? I'm going to give out the biggest secret in the world, and that's called expanding capacity. When you're small, when you're David versus Goliath, guess what the smart thing to do is? You're available from 5 p.m. to midnight. You're available at 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. That's when you get those leads for nothing. That's when the Uber drivers make all their money. And if you look at the machine learning, it knows there's less people. You you pay way less. There's no traffic. And in Arizona at nighttime, guess what? It's a lot cooler at night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so 
You're in freezing Canada, so I don't, I don't know. It's- Not yet. We're still in fall. It's just real <laughs> cold right now. It's just real cold. You know, there's yeah. so many good things about this conversation. And you know what I love about you guys so much is every one of my pay-per-click campaigns I've ever ran, they took a percentage of what they spend. They're incentivized to spend my money. And I like your guys. You know, Canadians have always been, and I'm from Michigan, you know, and uh, <laughs> I uh, say I fall from North Dakota. But what I love about you guys is you guys don't do it that way. I just think that it's it's kind of disenfranchising to think you're incentivized to spend my money so you make more. It kind of is ass backwards, if you ask me. So I, I like you. I genuinely like you. I like your company. And, you know, I don't use you guys for everything. But I use you guys for some stuff. And, you know, we have a great relationship. And I'm going to not lie to the listeners. is We are good buddies. And I use you guys for some stuff. I don't use you for everything that you guys offer. Yep. But um, tell me exactly how you guys figured out a way to not benefit from people spending money. Because that's important. Sure. So fundamentally, our job is to be between Google and a home service company. and play on behalf of our clients. So we figure out what's it going to take? Is it just setting up Google LSAs and managing it together? Is it just setting up Google LSAs and letting you manage it, but we got you there? Now with dynamic bidding, how often are we going to go into the program for you? If we're running a pay-per-click campaign, how much time are we going to spend in that campaign actually, right? How many conversions are we going to listen to? How many phone calls are we going to listen to and figure out what's working here? And decide this costs X a month, period. It doesn't cost more because you decided things are going well. You hired another tech and you added 10% more budget. We don't need to do 10% more work. We're still doing our work. Now, you know, you add four new cities and you want to start branching out. Well, those are different campaigns. I got to grab another senior manager, et cetera. But by being a flat fee, it's you pay us X a month. Did you make money that month? No contracts, month to month, because the last thing we want is to work with someone who's on the last three months of their contract and doesn't want to be with us. I mean, I hate the phone bill, and I try to get off my contract with the phone company and use the next guy, but you can't get out of your contracts, your cable contracts. So we were founded on the belief of we're going to make the plumber happy, we're going to make the plumber money, and then next month the plumber is going to tell his friend. And if we're the company that you're telling your buddy about, you're having drinks one night and you're saying, actually, I got a company that's legit and they do it right. And you tell your buddy, that's way better than us charging you a little bit more each month. And, you know, we have over 3000 customers. So they're sticking with us for a reason. And that reason is we are accountable month to month. That's how we were founded. That's what our belief is. And it puts us in good position because so many of these companies charge percentage of spend. So they want you to move up a little bit. Yeah, it's worth $70 a lead, $80 lead, $90 a lead. Or they're targeting broad keywords just to spend your money. Or they got you in a six-month contract. Or they don't know what the hell they're doing because they're running an algorithm. And they say the algorithm, here's the thing. They track cost per lead. But the lead might be a remote call. For a grocery company, that doesn't make me any money. Yeah. You gotta track it everything from booking rate to how much you get out of it. If I get a wood overlay door, I'm gonna make more money because that's custom and we build custom. 
And that's how you get the deeper relationship is you don't let an algorithm run the whole company. Like, I don't even want to say because there's no point of putting down your competitors. And they're not my competitors. I just use a lot of companies. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say it, but I want to say it, but I'm not going to say it. Not with me on. We're gentlemen. No, 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 no. no. I'm not going to say it. means because it just bugs me that they let an algorithm run everything. And they say, look, we got you a phone call. And I'm like, but did you listen to the call? It was a crappy call. Right. You got me the lowest bid, but you don't understand how much the value of the customer is. Mm-hmm. You know, if I could cut my customer base in half and triple my average ticket, I'm making money. You For know, sure. in, my, in my Christmas light business, I um, two years ago, we fired half of our customers and doubled our price. We actually only lost 40%, so we made money. And we got to focus and we got to smile and share with them and talk to them. And that's important. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people miss that. You know, a lot of people, and I used to be a lead generation specialist. Now I'm a lead specialist with, when it comes to hiring. I pull in great employees because one guy, A and B, this guy's going to do way better, get you several more reviews and get better conversion rate. And you work with a lot of companies. And don't you think? This is why you can't commoditize. It's not like everybody with a license and a car could do home service. So you can't Uberize this industry. So it's all about the people. And I love millennials. I'm sorry. I love them. Listen, the house is everyone's castle. The idea that you're going to let a random guy, an Uber version, show up at your door to install your kid's ceiling fan or fix the leak. That's not going to happen, right? You got to humanize that. And and that's done from the phone call. It's done from the experience in the home. Then you get the review. We want to humanize what we do with Google, right? So it's it's way more important to know how many good calls you got than how much you spent and can we increase your budget, right? Because as you said, customer acquisition cost is different for a, a quick repair, like in a plumber, the repairing a toilet's not worth anything like the repairing of a drain pipe. So let's go after drain pipes with a lot more money. And and repair leaks, we can go after at, at low-hanging fruit, right? It's the equivalent of that in every industry that we work in. Well, the difference is I'll just I'll throw this out there is give me the same lead you give every other company. I'll make them happier, I'll make them spend more money, and I'll make them come back more often because we have better people showing up and we're better trained. And people spend all this time on learning how to do lead gen, but they put zero time into recruiting and training and retaining. And that to me is just nonsense. If they spend more time getting the right people and continuing to train them, every lead is worth a lot of money. It's picking the right leads. And I'd rather pay five times the amount of, I don't care how much it costs per lead. I get a 10 times return on Valpac. (laughs) Who gets a 10 times return on Valpac? Right. And the other thing I'll say about yours is we generate you leads. I listen to those calls and your folks answering those phones are closers. And that's not a service we provide, but there's a ton of insight that we can provide to our customers because of best practice, right? It's not like we have six garage door companies or six plumbers to learn from. We have hundreds. So when we hear great people on the phones, that's worth sharing with other customers. Well, service site now. And you know what? I've always been a spokesperson for everybody I believe in. And that's my obligation. I don't do things that I don't believe in. 
is they could tell your voice inflections, your voice inflections. And it, it notices the technology now is nuts. It's kind of scary to me a little bit because I'm a capitalist and I think you are too. You like to make money and you like to be the life of abundance and to take care of people you care about. But I think we're going to become socialists. And I don't mind Jesus Christ was socialist, by the way, because I don't think we're going to need anything to survive because there's things happening right now. And it's called exponential growth versus linear growth. And there's a big difference. And it's a scary thing. And you know, I don't have a lot of conversations about this, but you're a big fan of technology. You're one of the smartest guys I know when it comes to like just understanding what's going on. I mean, you're always like, dude, I need to get on your podcast. We need to communicate with people because it's going to matter to people. And the thing is, is uh, I was talking to Adam, my COO the other day, and I said, dude, we've got a, a really good opportunity to make about two million bucks this month. And it has to do with Amazon. And he goes, let's do it. And he goes, we'll get ours. And I'm like, okay, good. And I love Adam. And he's the most moral person, ethical. But I'm like, this is the kind of thing that happens. We've got a moral obligation to make money as a company. The fiduciary responsibility to our shareholders, which is us. And that's how you see Facebook and Google and Amazon doing the wrong thing sometimes. And they're taking over and our lives are becoming robotic. I get worried about it sometimes. My mind is going a million miles an hour right now because it's scary. I don't know. What are your thoughts on it? You know what? It, it's so tough. I don't know if you saw the social dilemma. On, yeah, on, it did. That's that, probably what I'm thinking. Yeah, about. yeah. That, that spurred it on. The reality is you put it in a box. For your listeners, it's how do you take Google marketing, put it in a box, make money off of it. It's not your entire focus. If you're spending your time managing that, you're probably not spending your time treating customers great, right? So in our opinion, it's, you know, make sure you got someone in-house or a company you can trust to handle that box. Then how do you make sure you're humanizing your business? The people answering the phones are happy to be answering the phones. They're not worried that they're being replaced by AI, right? Your techs aren't being replaced by automation, right? And, and I don't worry about it. I, you're right. You well, know, I don't worry about it, but it's a thought in the back of my mind. Yep that I'm contributing to it. And the problem is if I don't, I can't get squashed on. So it becomes this shitty thing. Yeah. Look at it. I mean, an example of that is us. We use branding ads all over the place, right? Anyone who's in the home services that is not using branding is missing out on a really low cost of acquisition, right? It's a good branding play, but it's following people around that maybe don't want to be followed around. Right. So when we play in that space, my moral compass goes back to the company we're helping has two kids in university. I know the business owner and they're good people and we're going to go fight for them. Period. You know what I'm about to do? I mean, look, it's out there. I'm going to go in every Facebook group and there's an extractor I found that'll pull all the data out, the email, the phone numbers, who... Everybody in my industry, and I'm going to offer them a huge sign-on bonus to work for me because I'm about to go into quantum leap. You know, if my competitors are listening, I will be in 48 states within two years, and I'm coming to a town near you. But I'm also geofencing all the distribution centers. Mm -hmm. There's everything. And you know what's so fun is guys like you 
you turn me on to this stuff and then I just, I do it. And a lot of the people listening, you should be doing this. You should call Lauren up and learn how to do local service ads is probably the number one ROI right now when it comes to finding demand jobs. Now, if you want to go deeper in the funnel, we had a pyramid, you know, there's 2% at the top and then it, you got 8%, 28%, and then you get deeper and deeper. But what I love the most is what I just learned is how to create demand. So market cap doesn't matter anymore. I love that the market cap doesn't matter. People always talk about, well, what's the market cap? What if you could create demand? What if you created a need? And you know what? You're part of the reason I learned how to do this. You made an introduction into the pest control. So uh, I owe you a lot. Uh, we'll take you out to uh, champagne and steak when you come visit after COVID's over. Finally, finally after COVID. But I'll tell you, that pest control industry has taught. That's what we do at Search Kings. Was we learn from everyone. And that's a partnership, right? Like I can learn in the pest control industry some really good lifetime value of a client and how to foster that relationship or the door-to-door -door sales, right? Like there's some real opportunities that the plumbing industry has taught us. And so coaches of industries are super valuable because they keep teaching us what the life is of a garage door guy in Phoenix. Well, you know what? Service Titan owns a lot of data. House Call Pro owns a lot of data. There's a company, ooh, Service Max, just sold to GE two years ago for a billion. And when you think about it, there's only a few aggregators in this industry of hundreds of billions of dollars. And if I were Google, and uh, although I love, I love Amazon, I, lo I love Amazon because they deliver toilet paper and all that good stuff. But if I was Google, I would be paying a lot of money to these companies for data. Now, I don't have any inside information, although I do call Ara and Vahe regularly. And, you know, I know the guys over at House Call Pro. It's crazy what happens when they aggregate data. And when it starts, data is very powerful because we are, we're habitual creatures. I wake up pretty much the same way every day. I grab a bottle of water, get out of bed. The same things. It's not very different. And we're kind of programmatic. And it's very hard to break that program. And when people start learning, here's the thing is, I know the life cycle of a Wayne Dalton garage door spray. And I can predict it within a certain amount of time. And I want to be serving up more ads when it's about to break and I'll pay for that. Mm -hmm. Now, as the machine starts learning this stuff, it starts making connections. It's nuts. It bothers me. I got to tell you, it just bothers me because we're losing, you know, you said it, the, what is it called? The, uh, the Facebook thing. It's just, it's serving up ads when it knows. And it's connecting with my buddy and saying, oh, and it's getting me to come back to it. I got to admit, I deleted sure. TikTok. I deleted TikTok. Okay. Deleted you had enough it. of TikTok for the 14-year-old? Oh, that's not a bold move. That's not a bold <laughs> move. Just to clarify. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, the, you know, the machine is doing, is moving so rapidly. It can be very frightening. I go back to segmented, put it in a box. What's it supposed to do for your business as opposed to just letting it run wild? So we got a message here from Gary Finney. We're on the fence with Search Kings. We use House Call Pro and you guys work together. For me, is I'll tell you this. I've worked with so many advertising agencies. 
You know, the, the first thing is I could call you up and you're going to answer your phone. And look, I love Al Levy. I love the people that have helped me grow. Alan Rohr, the people that have helped me. People thought I was a spokesperson for service time. I was like, you know what, though? They give me really good service. I will say that. They, they do prioritize my relationship with them. I could call them up and they'll get stuff done. But that to me is worth it. That to me is worth helping them. And, you know, I don't make a lot of money from my podcast. You know what I do is I get you on and you tell me all the secrets. And I'm the first one to do them. That's the idea. Try them out, right? To know. Well, you know what I do do? with messaging. I mean, we're going to learn messaging with a couple hundred customers who are the early adopters, you know, and figure out the, the ROI on it. I see some beautiful leads in certain verticals for message leads. And in other ones, it doesn't really make sense. Well, you know what? The fact that you knew lawyers were on it, the fact that you know this stuff, you know, it all started in San Francisco. Is that's where everything kind of blossoms as they test it out there. And when they see good response, so just pay attention to the big cities, San Francisco, L.A., New York, Chicago. When they blow stuff out, they always start in the big cities, the big metropolises. Yeah. And that's when you get to watch the algorithm at work. 100%. I don't mind cheating. I like to watch. I like to learn. Yeah. In fact, watch, Atlanta, watch Atlanta, Tommy. Watch Atlanta, Atlanta is a great market. Too. And oh, Tampa. If you're going to talk Atlanta and Tampa, you're going to see all sorts of stuff. And particularly on mobile. Like, I'll just check that. Having lunch, I just want to see what it looks like when I'm searching there. And I'll tell you, we've been running with the professional services since mm, about six months now. Putting lawyers onto this exact program. Financial planners, real estate agents even, who normally we wouldn't have worked with. And the dynamic bidding was there. They just launched personal injury US wide. I mean, fast, right? Whereas back in the day, we watched Garage Door roll out over six months it took to go nationwide. And every week, I'd be trying to tell you these are four new random locations that went live. And you still can't get advanced verification, can you? No, advanced verification is that's Google just it's not a adjusting to COVID. They're not adjusting to COVID in that respect. And look, just well, for, the record, we, for the record, I just want to also throw out, we're not compensated by Google, right? We make our revenue strictly off of the management fee of our customers. So we often are trying to stand in between, but there's things that Google just does. Like we're not able to change the fact that advanced verification, we can ask 43 times, hey, when can you turn advanced verification back on? Oh, well, guess what? I've been through Pinkerton a million times. Because every time I go to a new city, which we're going to be in 60 new states next year, I've got to get advanced verified. The owner, and you know advanced verification for locksmiths and garage doors. Why? Because we used to make too many GMBs. But uh, locksmith was the one that started that. So now I got to take a video of myself, walk around, show them my vehicle wrap. They ask for winding bars now. They say... Somebody in India goes, oh, show me your winding bars. And I'm like, and I got the ladder, the winding bars. It's just nuts. And they're getting, they're collecting data and it's getting more and more advanced. And it is what it is. I think the way it works with us is every three to six months, there's something that's noteworthy to change. And we just got to stay one step ahead of them, right? To win. Ultimately, those are the people who win. Well, Look, my competitors, they're wondering why they need a website. They're wondering why they need to stay open nights and weekends. They're wondering why they got to hire good people or pay insurance or PTO. They're still thinking that 
as we're taking over and we're like a virus infecting it. And you know that. And the thing is, is I don't do HVAC and I don't do plumbing. I, I decided to focus on one thing. And if the people that are listening would just take the time to just dominate what they're doing, take care of their people, learn from the lead sources. The problem is for me is quite honestly, I've turned off PPC for a long time now. I have more leads coming. I have 30 new guys out in the field last week. I got 35 coming, 45 coming the month after. I'll have another 90 or uh, 70 guys by the end of this year. And then I'm going to start with 65 guys a month and move up five guys per month throughout this next year. And if the economy collapses, if Biden wins, <laughs> if Biden wins and the Senate gets taken over by Democrats, which is bad for business owners, quite honestly, I'm excited because I'm going to win. Every time something happens, there's an opportunity. You know what victims say? Victims do a good job of saying, oh, God, the economy is I'm going to get charged more taxes. Well, what's going to happen? This is all opportunities for us because winners focus on winning. Losers focus on winners. I just, uh-huh. you know, I know that was a little off topic. But, uh, <laughs> no, I think you're bang on. We see people who say, I don't know I can't take more leads. They're customers. And they say, just pause our ads. I'm saying, pause your ads. Everyone else is pausing their ads. It's go time. Let's go. Scale. And put yeah. your time and focus. Here's what I've learned to do. Turn on my marketing brain. And I said, how do I get amazing people? All my marketing is now going to hiring the right person for the right job. Because that's so important. And all these people say, there's only two things you hear when you consult. I need more leads or I need more people. And right now we need more people. So what if you could do both? What if you hit a switch? It's just kind of cool to know. Google is a switch. It's one of the big switches. What if knocking doors was a switch? Mm-hmm. What if learning advanced as much as we know about people through Facebook and we apply that to direct mail? You know what I love is having an arsenal. I love having all of it. Yeah. And I don't think you'd say that TV doesn't work anymore, would you? I would, I'd say... My piece is, can you monitor the acquisition cost in each channel? And well, if you can do that, it. then it's worth it. Well, well, here's what I'd ask. Is, does TV help your click-through rate? Does sure. radio? Not radio, TV, and billboards. Yeah. Watch your click-through rate, your time on page, your quality scores. Watch that stuff, right? I mean, nobody really knows this stuff. And I, I'm, not, I'm not like advanced or anything. Like sometimes. It I, makes I, good I, sense. It makes sense. Well, here's the thing is, Ken Goodrich is a smart dude. You know Ken, right? Yep. Very, very smart. He came into my office, sitting right over there, and he says, I stopped doing pay-per-click except for my own keywords. And I get a tenth of the cost on Google, and I'm putting the money into my brand. And it's pretty important stuff when you really think about it. And there's different layers of companies. There's different people listening right now. And the layers go like this. One to three million, three to five, five to 10. And then when you get above that, then you start branding. Otherwise, your direct response. I'll bid on garage door repair, but you know what I'd rather you click on? A1 garage doors. Yeah. Because then you're going to wait patiently for us to come out there. Your conversion's almost guaranteed. And the average ticket goes through the roof because you believe in us. And when you build a story, there's a good book called A Story Brand. and this conventional wisdom still works with this stuff. 
And I think we're, we're in a limited time right now. And I'm going to scale like crazy because I know Google, Amazon, and Facebook is going to need me. Yep. They're going to need that, that brand piece is huge. Branding is so important. You know, we work with our clients and the second thing we ask, the first thing is you need leads, right? Google local is the first choice. Pay-per-click's expensive, but let's talk about it if you need it. But then the other one is what separates you and your community, right? Like, what do you want to be known for? And then we start to help them say, okay, are you doing it on a radio? Are you doing digital billboards? What are you doing so that you attract? Because we'll monitor their number of new website visitors. If you're increasing the number of new website visitors, you're on your way to becoming a brand that doesn't have to cert be paying for garage door repair near me, right? Exactly. That's the key right there is I started the A1 Cares program and I'm working with a genius, by the way. I'm not going to go into details because I don't want to make them too busy. But moral of the story is when I do a blood drive, I give back. Everyone here gives blood, plasma, everything. But I book out. And they give a link to my website that my competitors don't get. When I give money, when I volunteer, you know, we got we got all these guys coming in and they volunteer. We volunteer them one full day to pack lunches for the kids. And I don't know, you know, indirectly, we get a lot of links and a lot of public relations. I mean, I didn't mean it. I threw the boomerang and it came back 10 times. It just happens. Right. It's crazy the more you give. So next year we plan on donating between five hundred and seven hundred fifty thousand, you know, and that that's always a factor. But you know, the guy that does that I work with on my SEO says, dude, you don't need to do link building because you're exactly what Google wants. You're organically growing because people are linking to you because you're mm-hmm. giving back. Mm-hmm. And what happens when you do that? It's amazing. It's amazing what the people here say when you give back. I mean, it's, it, it's just I would. Challenge anybody listening to just give a little bit. Go do something good and watch what happens. It's just. I think you may have just spearheaded a new project. I think you may have just, for me, that's really insightful to learn what companies are doing and how it's impacting their community and then how it helps them. I mean, super interesting initiative. Well, I'll tell you this. My PR gal, we did a blood drive. I didn't plan on this. Three news stations came out. They interviewed me. We were in the news all day long for free, which would have cost us way more. I didn't plan on that. I didn't plan on getting a million links. Mm-hmm. I didn't plan on my employees posting all over Facebook and a million people want to apply here. It happened because we did a good thing. Right. Because you know we're what? doing a good thing. That's why. You know what else happens? Is Thanksgiving's coming up. So is Chris or uh, Halloween. Why not support people that need help within your own company? Why not make sure everybody's got a place to go for Thanksgiving? Why not make sure every kid that works for you, the the people that work for you as kids, has a Christmas present? Mm -hmm. Why? Because if you do it out of PR, that's just it's it's doesn't happen organically. Just do it, do it out. You know, we've been very fortunate, and COVID's a horrible thing. I hate it. People have died. But in the home service industry, as you know, there's always feast or famine when something crazy happens. There's winners and losers. And I didn't deem us essential. The government did. But we've been very, very fortunate. And now everybody kind of decided, I don't want to be in the restaurant industry. I don't want to be in the hotel industry. It's too volatile. Mm -hmm. Now we're getting more applications. And when uh, 
the unemployment ends, I think we'll probably hire a thousand people <laughs> because they're subsidizing. Yep. But you know, we're very, very fortunate. I think out every day, but it is important, Lauren. I'll tell you that when you give back, and it's true, you got to have it. But it's hard to give back when you don't have anything. And I've been there too, so I understand the people out there that would deem non-essential, and I understand that it's not fair, and it isn't fair. If I was a movie theater, that would suck. <laughs> yeah. For sure. And we have clients, I can tell you, in the home services space that haven't fared well, that that weren't able to get aggressive. They didn't have a pipeline of staff. They didn't have a brand that people knew. And they basically just hunker down for COVID. And it's going to be tough for them to come back. And we saw those companies, sort of the 500,000 plus, were able to make a decision to accelerate. And good on you guys. And I'm sure your listeners accelerated because they're always hungry to learn if they're listening to you. Right. And that's the whole thing. They are. And some of them have been in a bad spot and they've messaged me. And the only thing I can say is keep your head up and you build your own reality. Willpower is an important thing. And, you know, next year I have a goal because Ishmael is in California. We made a bet. It was a stupid bet. But for me, Lauren, you want to hear the bet? I'm interested. I'm going to tell you. So the bet is completely on me. I bet him that I'll do 150 million next year. We're not even going to do 50 this year. Mm -hmm. So that means I got to do over 300% growth. But the mistake he made was leaving it up to me. I'm in control. So I have to become who I want to be. What does a $150 million company look like? We need to hire a lot of people. We're going to need to get a lot of leads. We're going to need to make a great, I'm already looking at another building. We're talking about all kinds of cool things. And I told my entire staff, I need to win this Rolex. Not because I want a Rolex, because everybody here could wear the freaking Rolex. I'm going to put it in a statue somewhere. Mm-hmm. I don't even want the Rolex. I just want him to get on his knees and give it to me. That is my why for next year. I created a why that's so big. And Ishmael's probably watching and probably get a message and, uh, but you know, I'm going to add, I'm gonna add <laughs> one thing to your why is that why only happens because you told your team about it and they're going to buy into that and work their asses off. And sometimes an owner, and we deal with them all the time, keeps the why to themselves because they don't want to burden or they don't want to reveal or something. And now that your whole team's just working for the sake of a check, that's not going to build a real business. So good on you that you have to get the buy-in. Well, it was 200 million and I kind of just said, well, well how about 150? And, uh, <laughs> and it's still a huge, listen, over 300%, you, you know, it's easy to do that when you're 2 million to get a 6 million. You know, there's these steps, but the reality is I hear a lot of people talk, you know, Tom Howard who works at Service Titan and um, he's got a very successful Lee's Air. Anyway, he came out and visited, we hung out and he said, you know, I hear a lot of people talk about these numbers, but you actually show me how you're going to get there. You tell me how many people you're going to need to hire. You tell me what they're going to make and you lowball it. And you tell me go from year to quarter to month to week to day. And when you could do that, if you actually believe and challenge yourself, what do I need to do today? Mm-hmm. You know what I need to do today? I need to talk to guys like you. This is my power is networking. Right. My power is hearing ideas and implementing them. The people that work around me are the best family I've ever seen to actually integrate. You know, I'm the dreamer. The dream became a vision. 
they bought into it and they're going to trust me. Everybody here is going to prosper really, really well. I promise you that everybody that's had my back from day one, from a one, from day one, baby, they're going to prosper. They're going to do very, very well in their lives. But they all have to, as you hire, you have to make sure that they inherit that care and passion for the team. And like, you know, Search Kings has been hiring continuously since Google Local Services started. And before that, we've been around 11 years. The crucial piece when new staff come on is how do you make sure they are infused with the passion, right, to win, but also that they feel supported and part of the buy-in. So, and sometimes companies just bring guys on and they send them out into the field. And oh, yeah. You know, it's, it's, why should they do an amazing job? What I always right? do. Hold on. See, what's the uh, one right there under the A? Yeah, the, the aspire to be number one. Yeah. Awesome. If you don't care about winning, if you grew up and you're very young and you're like, I got a participation trophy, you could keep it. For me, my dad taught me, if you're not first, you're last, shake and bake. <laughs> here's the thing is, I want to win. And everybody that I hire, I hope they have something in them that wants to win. Uh -huh. Now, winning's not everything. Just like money's not everything. But you know what? Every person I said, every person and I'm reading this book, on Audible, and I did a little Facebook thing this weekend, but it says, you know, the people that tell you money is not everything, they're always broke because you can't pay your house bills with love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You go to the mortgage broker, be like, mm, here's some love, here's some friendship, right. here's a kiss. And the people that say that don't make it a priority. Therefore, they don't have financial freedom. Therefore, a slave in their lives. And you know what? If you live in another country, you know, money isn't, but in America it is. It's capitalism. I'm sorry. Money's one thing, but I want to do what I want to do with who I want to do it whenever the hell I want. And you know what? After COVID, I'm going to freaking fly out. And I'm going to see you. I might even charter a freaking plane. There we go. My own plane. Maybe I'll call Ken. Maybe he can fly me out there. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's nice to be able to do good things. Is with more power comes more responsibility and to be able to do and give back. It's what makes you float higher and higher. It's amazing. It gets you up in the morning and you just hope the other members of your team are flying out of bed too, right? They are. Because here's the thing is I call them every night and every morning. <laughs> I talk right. to you quite a bit. You know, is there anybody out there? Listen, Lauren is an expert at Google. So if anybody has any questions about Google local service ads, about organic pay-per-click, Tommy, we created a page for your listeners just so you got it and you can send it to them. And it, it shows them details about the Google Local Services program. There's a PDF for them to read, whether they hire us or not. As long as they have someone they can trust in their corner, hopefully they're going to win. We're not going to hold information back. We share the accounts. So there's information there on what Google's local looks like, as well as all these other options we have. So. I and then we also have partners, call answer companies that we trust and review companies that we yeah, trust. And, yeah, I know a lot know, of the so. same. You know, this is going to sound really bad because Gianna does a lot for me. He's amazing. What is the page? <laughs> uh, searchkings.com slash home service expert. Oh, I would have just done HSM, but that's just I would have. Okay. <laughs> have a so look Gianna at it. created a page and apparently you guys can learn. Yeah. You know. And there's an email, homeserviceexpert at searchkings.com. So then I know they're your guys. So are you a partner? I think you, who's your partner? 
Surge Gangs is founded yeah. by Daryl and Matt. I think you've met with both of them. Yeah, no, I thought. Yeah, yeah. So, you're, so I run the Google Local Services Department of Search Kings, which basically is there's about 16 people now just in Google Local, making sure accounts are live and approved and supported. God, I want you to come work for me. I mean, shit. That's not an you, option. This is our role, buddy. This is our role. <laughs> <laughs> but you care so much, and listen, you do. You call me up. You're a great networker. I think that matters a lot. You've been around service site and you're connected to the right people. But what I love about it is, you know, I've been through it all. I've been through, I've watched the algorithm change. And you know what? I always tell people there's four algorithms. What are the four for Google? I'm intrigued by what you're going to go with. Go ahead. You know what I'm going to say? The four LSA, PPC, yeah. Google My Business. Yeah. And organic. Organics. For us, we think organic's a mystery. You know, a guy like you with a big brand wins for sure. Little guys who are spending a thousand bucks a month trying to show up somewhere in SEO is a disaster. We just we just crossed four million a month. Two point two is all organic, not pay-per-click, not LSA, mm -hmm. not GMB. So what I would say is when you win, you win big, but you know why that is? A lot of it is because people scroll down when they search us and we could attribute that to that. Yep. So it is about a brand and the organic side gets the brand and the guys out there, I made a lot of mistakes. I felt bad for the guys listening to the first episodes I've had. Cause that was just about direct response. I'm like, dude, garage door repair Phoenix. I want to rank number one for that. Now right. I'm like, my mind is shifted to when people type in, they got to search a one garage. And, it's and you're in the spot where that works run. for you, right? Well, cheaper in the long run, but you can't do that in the beginning because it's expensive. Yep. It takes a lot of time, effort, and energy. And another thing is brand recognition is making sure your logo, your colors match everything. Your yard signs match your stickers, match your website, match your LSA. Everything's got to be kind of united in a way. Yep. Um, that's the franchise view, right? Like that's... Yeah, yeah you know, of it, where, you, where it might swing too far, but franchises, in my opinion, people go, "Why don't you franchise?" I'm like, "Because well, I don't need to raise money fast. Mm -hmm. Why don't you go public?" Well, I will, but you need a hundred million dollars in profit of EBITDA mm -hmm. to go public. There's a thing called a uh, a SPAC, S P A C. It's a anyway, yeah, I think it's SPAC, and it's a way of an IPO. Yep, and it's a special purpose IPO. Yeah, yep. So special purpose. Yeah. And it's amazing what I learned. I talked to um, a lot of private equity companies and you know what? They're like this right now to home service companies. Anybody listening right now, your company's worth two to three more times multiple. Unless you're tiny, you know, if you're past eight, the eight, eight million in EBITDA is when you start getting these multipliers that go through the roof. Uh -huh. You know what I love so much? This is what's crazy to me. There's this guy I just interviewed on my podcast, and he wrote the book here. It's called The Private Equity Playbook. Oh, right here. Yep. Ah, there it is. Adam Coffey. And he's the number one guy in commercial HVAC. And I told him I'm going to come see you. Actually, I'm going to go see a million people. I don't know how I'm going to travel so much here when COVID ends. We've got all this pent-up traveling. But when you read The Private Equity Playbook, Man, I'm just guy to work with private equity. I learned everything I need 
And there's a thing that's beautiful. I'm a platform company. When I buy a company, I'm worth triple the day I buy them. It's taking a dollar, getting three back the same day. But of course, we got to do work. I had a lunch earlier. And I hope, you know, I don't think he's listening. But I said, I can't buy you for what I'm going to do to your company. I said, I'm sorry, but, you know, I'll do an earnout where you could have some consideration in the future value, mm-hmm. but I can't pay what I'm going to do to the company because sure. I got to do it. And I'm one yeah. of the only people that could do it to your company. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's mind boggling that people say, well, you know, with you, with the way you know how to do it, you're going to, and I'm like, yeah, I know. That's you're not going to pay for me. that. <laughs> yeah, that's how I make money. <laughs> It's, it's mind-boggling that some people think, well, the future value. Lauren, do you know how a company's valued? I think this is an important lesson for everybody. Tell me how a company's valued in the home service space. Recurring revenue is the most important factor for, well, for our well, clients. Well, there's two Where's types. your recurring revenue? How many contracts? You know, that, that's contracts, a big piece. Contracts will help your multiplier, but what they take is – EBITDA is a magical number. They're going to take a multiple of that. Mm-hmm. And the more you have contracts and recurring customers, the more you're going to get paid. But, you know, pest control, which you've actually hooked me up with, is a lot different than garages and HVAC. But HVAC wrote the book on this. And this guy, cool sis, he runs a company now, and he's going to build over $600 million in the next two years in this company that he's working for now. 600 million through acquisitions. He's got 21 people that he works with to do it. If you got, look, look, this guy came on the podcast. It hasn't come out yet, but this guy is like, like, wow. I was like, I held my breath. I was like, dude, you're on. Like, I read his book on the plane. I took a picture of it next to me. I was like, Shh. yeah. And I was like, I had called everybody I knew. I was like, do you know this guy? But the private equity put him in this company. Cool, sis. Cool, SYS. Hopefully everybody doesn't blow this guy up, but I'm gonna check it out. No, no, no. He goes, dude, he's more than willing to give, but he understands how private equity works. He raises money. See, private equity is a long-term investment. When you have a trust, if you get a trust, where do you go? You go to Nevada, right? That's how you do it. Mm-hmm. And you put your money into long-term bets is private equity. So how does private equity make company pension funds? They put all their money in there. And then private equity has got to go out and spend the money. So they want to buy you because they want to grow you. And you're just selling cash flow is what you're selling. Yeah. I can't wait because I've learned all this stuff. And the crazy thing is, is all these home service owners I know, they don't understand how much they're worth. So my goal of this whole podcast, everything is just to educate people. But the biggest thing is your blood, sweat, and tears don't mean shit. I don't care what you think you're worth. You're worth, pay yourself 150, 200,000 and then take your profit 15% at least and then give that a multiple of three to 15 times. One company sold for 17 times. The way you do that is when the owner can leave, the COO can leave, the CFO can leave and the company still runs the same way. Yep. So you take yourself out of the picture and I'm sorry, my goal is to educate these people, which I care about is build a company that works without you. And then you have a company that's sellable. And ultimately you have two, three ways to go. You die, 
Uncle Sam takes it and they give it away. You give it to the next of kin or you sell. There's a great book. We've got a lot of books here, but it's a great book called Built to Sell. And if you build your company in a fact that you could sell it at any time, even if you don't want to sell it, it makes a lot of sense. I do financial audits every year. Not because I need them, because I'm able to sell. Because God forbid something happens and I need to sell it. My sister is going to get a lot of money because I'm not married. I don't have kids yet, but I make sure I protect that stuff. And I just, I'd recommend people learn about private equity because private equity is the hottest thing right now. You're probably getting letters if you're a home service company right now, people that want to buy because now they're all zoomed into essential services. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a great time for that. But you got to be growing and you got to have access to staff in order to scale, you know, which is a super important part of it. So many times we talk to clients and they want to run campaigns to hire. So we throw campaigns on LinkedIn and we throw campaigns on Google and, and we bring in interviews at least, right? So it's a big piece of it. And, and right now there should be staff out there. Well, I'm going to tell people one thing before we leave here is I run seven softwares to recruit. First of all, I syndicate all over. There's syndicators that'll put it on every freaking job ad, but you don't recruit from the uh, unemployment line. That's the biggest mistake. Recruiting comes from social media mm-hmm. and it comes from referrals from your staff. So I get $1,500 to each person. So find somebody with a job. And try to pull them in. If they're an amazing person, next time you're getting a haircut, give them a card and tell them if you want a career. Next time you see a good bus boy, next time you see somebody at the coffee shop, Starbucks, pull them in. Steal them away from where they're working. Right. Don't go to the unemployment line. It's a great quote. That's the biggest. Makes big a lot of sense. Thing. Makes a lot of sense. For sure. Well, do you think the best employees are looking for a job? <laughs> but yeah, that's where everybody goes. Indeed, zip recruiter. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Lauren, I want you to give us. First of all, you know I'm going to ask you. What are your three books? I got one going right now. All right, That's about it. I stick with one at a time. I'm all over Gladwell. Typically, yeah, yep. yeah. You know, the tipping point and talking to strangers are two of the ones that I've been reading. Just trying to really see how momentum takes place, and we see momentum in all different things. But tipping point is really interesting to see how you're plugging away and you're you're grinding, and then all of a sudden the gates open, and people know what you're talking about, or or you're hearing other people talk about that same thing, and it's like we've hit a critical mass, right? And and that's where the momentum grows. So that's a, been a super interesting. I've been looking for signs of that rather than continuing to call it a coincidence that other people are talking about this or whatnot. So. That's been where I've been flying right now, for sure. You know, missing, yeah. missing the travel. I'll tell you that we're missing the travel. It's. I'm interested in your also your ability to continue to network, and when I was listening to you and Joe talk about it and that idea of a virtual lunch, and that just as a sidebar, I want to give you props for that. I've been throwing that out where normally I'm traveling and I'm having a lunch or having some pops with someone at night, and here now it's you know I really want to sit down with you. Let's get some Uber Eats and. Let me tell you in 30 minutes why you can trust us, you know, and let's get started. You know, my biggest customer spends $800,000 a year, going to spend a million. And his name is Lauren. I think I accidentally called you one time. <laughs> He's in Canada. And, uh, you know, Lauren is Canadian. Of course. Uh, all of us. Yeah. Uh, you know, the deal <laughs> is if I find 100 of those, that's $100 million. Is learning how to, if you've got 
angry customers, you're advertising the wrong customer. The thing is, it's all about the message. I don't put on the cheapest. And, and that's important. You know, I just got this book. I haven't read it yet, but it's been advised to me. It says it's called Be Our Guest. Yeah, I know that. You know what? I just got this thing, too. It's this little thing right here. You just press the button. Listen to this. I don't know if you're going to hear it. Just me telling myself I'm going to be a billionaire, but no big deal. But uh, it's good for my keychain, so I just yes. got to lock it up there. But I'm making all kinds of canvases for everywhere. My bathroom, when I wake up, of everything, I've got an amazing family, my staff and my real family. I'm fortunate for who I am. Put all these affirmations because they're real. And be glad for who you are. And I put it everywhere. And I'm going to listen to it. Every minute of every day, and I'm going to keep reminding myself. But it's I also going to influence your staff. They're going to come in knowing that you're happy and that you're wanting to succeed, and that they're in a place where they're supported. And it's you know, there's countless times that people fail when they're running and no one's following them, right? And instead, you got to be able to lead them either from the front or the back, but make sure they're also inspired. Dude, here's the thing: it's the real deal. You go out, you buy your people lunch. You take care of them. You smile at them. You buy a basketball. We got a basketball net. We got all kinds of games. People are like, dude, I want to come work for you. I'm like, then come on over. Mm -hmm. The is, is I enjoy it. It starts to become fun. And, you know, I used to bust my hump out there. I used to do it really hard. I mean, look, I worked really, really hard, but I didn't make a lot of money. Now it's like the more I give, the more I, I get. We're making a lot of money as a company, but as you reinvest it, now it starts to multiply. Quantum leap. You know, I'll, I'll get off here because we've had a long podcast here and I love this stuff. But, you know, I see these guys, they start making money in their industry, whether it's HVAC, roofing, whatever it is, gutters. And then they go start thinking they're real estate investors. And they start thinking, I'm going to get in this industry. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Then they lose the company yeah. that they put all the time and energy in to make the money. And they don't make shit over here. And, and they assume because they got it done right the once that they can do it in other industries. They think, well, it's your time, energy, and focus. That's what we have. Mm -hmm. your time, energy, and focus. Lauren, here's what I'm going to have you do. Some people will ask for the website, so type that in there. I don't know how to do that, by the way. I don't see anything. Maybe I'm not logged in. You only gave me guest. Searchkings.com slash home service expert. Home service expert. So searchkings.com forward slash home service expert. What I want you to do is give us some critical steps we need to take right now to dominate Google. And I Fine. want you to end it here. Here we go. Step one doesn't cost you anything. Make sure your Google My Business is set up correctly, that you're able to receive message leads directly through Google My Business, that you have some photos on there, and that you're getting reviews. Number one, Google My Business. Number two, get into Google Local Service Ads because it has the best quality leads for the price. Getting into Google local service ads is step two. Winning on Google local service ads is step three. That requires some expertise. So once you start winning on Google local services and you're in for $1,000, $2,000 in ad spend a month, now you decide, do I want to start branding and being a brand in your community and start putting money behind branding? And that's a series of different things. Some we do, some other people do. Once you've hit branding, now you've hit a critical 
customer awareness, your referrals are going to go up, your repeat customers, your calls coming in are easier. So one, GMB, two, get on Google Local, three, dominate Google Local, four, brand the crap out of your company. Boom. You That's heard it. it. Listen, Lauren is a living legend. Lauren, how do we get a hold of you? You can email me, Lauren, Lauren at searchkings.com. Lauren is L-O-R-N-E. Yes. Lauren. At searchkings.com. Or, or, or sales. Sales at searchkings.com goes to about 12 of us, but I see everyone that comes in and check them at their action quickly. You're a hard worker. What time is it over there in Canada right now? It's six o'clock and the wife is wondering about dinner, but. Hey, you go eat dinner. Hey, you're the man. I really appreciate it. This is the first time we've done all this syndication. It was fun. Awesome. I really appreciate you. Listen, you're going to drop a bomb on us every three months. We're getting used to it. Really appreciate you, Lauren. Awesome, Tommy. Thanks for having me. Hey, guys, I just wanted to thank you real quick for listening to the podcast. From the bottom of my heart, it means a lot to me. And I hope you're getting as much as I am out of this podcast. Our goal is to enrich your lives and enrich your businesses and your internal customers, which is your staff. And if you get a chance, please, please, please subscribe. You're going to find out all the new podcasts. You're going to be able to ask me questions to ask the next guest coming on. And and do me a quick favor. Leave a quick review. It really helps us out when you like the podcast and you leave a review. Make it four or five sentences. Tell us how we're doing. And I just wanted to mention real quick, we started a membership. It's homeservicemillionaire.com forward slash club. You get a ton of inside look at what we're going to do to become a billion dollar company. And uh, we're just, we're, we're, we're telling everybody our secrets basically. And people say, why do you give your secrets away all the time? And I'm like, you know, the hardest part about giving away my secrets is actually trying to get people to do them. So we also create a lot of accountability within this program. So check it out. It's homeservicemillionaire.com forward slash club. It's cheap. It's a monthly payment. I'm not making any money on it, to be completely frank with you guys, but I think it will enrich your lives even further. So thank you once again for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate it.